brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to Screen Heroes. All right, I think we're good. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Screen Heroes podcast. I am your host, Derek, and I have with me my two lovely regular hosts, Ryan. Hello. And Ray. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. This week, we are talking WandaVision, episode nine, the series finale, and, you know, the whole series slash season as a whole as well. Everything is is up for grabs. We'll give you a spoiler warning before we really dive into the nitty gritty. But Ray, what do you what do you got for us? Oh my gosh, so much pressure. So yes. much pressure. Oh, I just thought it would be fun if we talked a little bit about if we were in literally Wanda's shoes, uh what are uh, alternate reality would kind of be influenced by what sitcoms specifically. If uh, you have something else in mind, movies, dramas, whatever, just, you know. Ryan, so. do, you, do you want to go first or do you want me to go? I think you should go first. Okay, okay. So um, I'm just going to get my silly answer out of the way. I would really, Please. I think it'd be really cool to model it after Futurama in the year 3000. Ooh, yeah, that would be fun. You know, have a, a robot best friend and, you know, a job on a, on a spaceship and, and all that kind of cool stuff and, and see aliens and everything. So that that's my silly answer. But Would it be animated? Um, I mean, I think it would have to be. I think, yeah. You know, if, if you saw a Futurama in like a super realistic type of, of design, it would be pretty freaky. I agree. Just yeah. asking. Yeah. But I guess my, my more like accurate answer to what you're you're asking is um, probably a combination of friends and community. Yeah. So I like the relationships on friends and I like, you know, they, they all go to the coffee shop and they live really close to each other. So they just kind of pop over all the time and and spend a lot of time together and hang out. And I really like that. 
but I also like the kind of outrageous silliness of community where they have, you know, paintball fights and giant pillow fort construction and, and those types of things. So I want to merge those two worlds. Mm. Wow. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Is that, is that an okay answer, Ryan? Oh. I mean, it's all right. <laughs> Fine. What do you got? Well, I did multiple sitcoms uh, to try and be like WandaVision. Nice. Not really through the through the decades because I haven't been alive enough decades to really appreciate uh, some older sitcoms. But I had uh, Family Matters, Saved by the Bell, Home Improvement, Spin City, and The Office. Nice. Spin yeah. City that that one you don't hear about much anymore. No, I but I loved Spin City. I don't know what it was about it. Michael J. Fox is great. Even when Charlie Sheen came on, it was one of the ones where they replaced the main actor and it was still pretty successful. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah, those are the ones that I've watched the most that I feel like would probably uh, be my my Ryan Vision or my Wanda Ryan. I don't really know which one it would be. You're Wanda Ryan. I like Rye Vision. Rye yeah. Vision. Yeah. Sounds like a piece of bread, like a sandwich. I like it. I mean, would you have sandwiches? There would probably be a sandwich in the show, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about you, Rachel? Uh, so most of the sitcoms that I tend to gravitate to are workplace or friends like sitcoms. There's not a lot of family sitcoms that uh, I really focused on. That's influenced me. Uh, I have been watching TV like my entire life. So I'm super familiar with the old school stuff. Uh, the Monsters was one that I watched religiously because I... I always felt like I was the big weirdo, and uh, some so of us still feel like you're the big weirdo. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some of us still do, including not myself. saying me, but you know, mm-hmm. other people might. But yeah, I was obsessed with the monsters as a kid, so that one I would definitely step into. Uh, you know, going later on, uh, Golden Girls. I watched a lot. Um, Boy Meets World would probably be in there, something similar to that. And then when we get closer to now, then, you know, Community is great because, again, all the wacky adventures and that's where my head would go. But Parks and Rec. I was going to say Parks and Rec would be a good one for you. Yeah, Parks and Rec would be huge for me. And uh, definitely be like the Leslie Nope role. Yeah. Yeah, I am a Leslie Nope type with a sprinkle of April in there. <laughs> and uh, lastly, The Good Place, because, mm. you know, we're all really in the bad place. So those would probably get, you know, <laughs> thrown in there. That would be my Rachel Ray. That's good. Ray Vision. Yeah. 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 See, I think, like, while... I I mentioned the ones that I did. I think like subconsciously it would probably just be Seinfeld and it would just be that completely mundane show about nothing constantly because growing up scrubs mixed in there too. Maybe a little scrubs. Yeah. It's just like, you know, the the musical episodes. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, The thing with Wanda was that, you know, the, the shows that everything was based off of was, was more from her childhood. And some of that might've, you know, was subconscious in her creation. And so Seinfeld was probably the largest sitcom influence. Number two would have been fresh Prince. Yeah. 
So that's actually Fresh Prince isn't on my list because I figured you were going to say it. So I figured I'd go with <laughs> the non Fresh Prince. Although for me, growing up, Fresh Prince and Family Matters, I love them both pretty much equally. So, yeah. um, you know, I could take either one in that point. That's fair. I mean, you get more money with Fresh Prince. You know, you get to live in a mansion in Bel Air. That's true. But Family Matters, yeah. you get a cool nerd next door to hang out with quote cool well then eventually it becomes his show and you yeah and then eventually off. he goes to space and becomes an astronaut and like yeah. things really go off the rails yeah they They're really talking, like, do at one season. point they go back in time and fight on a pirate ship they do yeah that i don't remember episode. that yeah the last he, season yeah he uh steve urkel and carl they go back in time yeah like go, really or like in a dream and they also no, go to an alternate really. reality mm-hmm. where yeah, like where they're rich crazy. or where steve's rich and like yeah, yeah it's a whole weird thing okay it's uh, I, I, thing. I recently did a rewatch so i'm pretty familiar with uh how crazy it went off on the last few seasons mostly just the last season but is it streaming anywhere yeah hulu i think oh, well uh, i think i watched it all on hulu okay yeah okay I love worth, that show. Worth a rewatch, honestly. It's it's, it's been great. a long time. Yeah, it, it's, it was one of the first shows where they actually had hints of treating a nerd with respect instead of. Yes, he was a laughing stock for a lot of the show, but uh, there's a lot of times when it was a big point that you need to respect everybody and you know, yeah. including people that are different. So, yeah. I mean, let's face it. In the end, if they really hated Steve that much, they could have gotten a restraining order. It's true, <laughs> or paid to have him murdered. I mean, I don't um, know. In Full House, they never I mean, do that he to is Kimmy. A cop. Exactly. They he knows how to hide a body. Oh, jeez, that got dark. <laughs> okay, <laughs> true. It was a little dark. Anyway, moving on, Ray. What else moving you got on. for us? Uh, Snyder cut leaked. Sort of. <laughs> it's a funny story. They accidentally switched the uploads. It's. Very funny. With the Tom, the new Tom and Jerry live action film, because uh, those movies are are similar They're in, a, in a lot of ways, in that they both have actors and they both have CGI. That's and probably directors <laughs> right there's some directors the streaming service so there you know. you know there's a lot of similarities <laughs> yeah it was taken down fairly quickly supposedly um you know before anybody could finish the film but definitely long enough for people to get you know the first hour or so perhaps i've seen some reports of the first hour or so so yeah yeah we some outlets were already posting spoilery headlines about some of the early content which you know it's just frustrating like i expect that stuff from individual people but when you're like an actual entertainment blog and you're posting spoilers from a leak on an anticipated film in your headline it's just kind of shitty yeah yeah i mean i mean i'm already worried that's that the whole thing is going to leak uh just mm-hmm. i'm more I, i'm worried more than i would pre like for other productions just because in fact normally i would partake in the leaks but because <laughs> this one is such a big deal for like a big group of people um if it leaks it would be really detrimental to uh to look at to the whole movement of you know the snyder cup movement that's kind of been a big deal for the past few years yeah um, you know there's already been Someone on Reddit posted a picture from that uh, after credits scene 
that gives oh, you a yeah. glimpse of the character in the after credits scene. Um, you know, I, because of that, I'm worried. They've sent out the press screeners and stuff like that, so I'm worried the whole thing is going to leak before March 18th. And this kind of stuff does not help that at all. No, it, it doesn't. And it wouldn't surprise me if it leaks. You know, people have become so just overjoyed with ruining stuff for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's taken trolling to a whole new level because it's just tar- it's like targeted destruction of of things people like. And it's really making me almost like recede from certain parts of the Internet because it's just it's just hate to be hateful. I, I want to yeah. say that I don't think all people that would be like sharing things from the leak would are like bad people that are just trying to troll. There's a lot of people that are in other countries that just won't legitimately be able to watch it or uh, people that just want to see it early. And they're really not like out no. there ruin it for everybody. But right. the problem with it is, is that when you stream a leak or like download a torrent of a leak that does not go towards the viewership numbers for HBO max. So they're going to look at it and be like, well, this is unsuccessful just like we thought it was going to be. And you know, nothing will come of it. Right. I mean, obviously I mean, you know, it it depends on how you handle yourself online, right? If you go and you get yourself a thing and you enjoy the thing or don't enjoy the thing that that's up to you. But when you go online purposely trying to drop spoilers and comment threads that have nothing to do, like we've talked about this before, right? Where people were posting spoilers for stuff in comment threads that had nothing to do with the topic. Mm-hmm. Right. We've had that for Marvel movies before. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of the type of person that I'm really talking about. It's been yeah. a lot. It's going to be a lot of Snyder Cut news probably over the next few weeks. I know that somebody found an unlisted uh, dark side trailer you know how they're doing like the daily hero trailers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. someone found an unlisted dark side one which was pretty cool um, I did watch that because you know an unlisted trailer is not a full leak to me but no it's um, definitely not you know the, so I think we're going to be getting a lot of Snyder Cut stuff I did read an article that said there's there wasn't originally an epilogue but now they have an epilogue in the movie that's like an additional chapter mm. so Neat. yeah like 20 minutes long so i don't know i'm guessing it's like uh i don't know i'm guessing it's like the wrap-up nightmare scene where they added joker and whatnot that would be my guess um especially with all the storyboard stuff that leaked and i don't want to get into that because that's kind of spoiler territory but the storyboards for what were supposed to be the following two films uh leaked and so there's some some thoughts in there um kind of you can kind of guess where things are going and this is such a weird movie too because it's supposedly a a bit of a cul-de-sac and we already you know know what kind of comes after it in certain aspects so this is a it's a weird it's definitely a strange situation um but yeah i expect a lot of us discussing that over the next couple weeks because it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be dominating the you know superhero media with with WandaVision over now mm-hmm. and uh you know their, their next big superhero thing before that is Captain America or uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon Falcon Winter Soldier and that'll just be having the premiere you know right, right before the Snyder Cut comes out so uh other way around oh well either way yeah. it's like a day of difference yeah. or something like that so at the same time they'll basically be releasing now the the Snyder Cut is doing a virtual a virtual premiere on Saturday March 13th um it's it's fairly limited it's not like something that just anybody can get into but it is yet another opportunity for people to capture and see the the film and 
do with it what <laughs> what people do with it. So I can uh, only hope that HBO Max or Warner Brothers or whoever is tracking uh, um, the views and downloads from the torrents too. A lot of times they do do that with like I, the Mandalorian and shows yeah. like that. They'll track those because it is an important metric also because at least it shows you how many people are interested in it. Right. And I think you have to today. It's it's why the, you know, the, the Nielsen ratings have to change. You know, people aren't tuning in at 7 p.m. on NBC or whatever. It's just not how modern television is viewed. And now with streaming, it's it's just not even possible. So they're they're not even caring anymore. Right. They drop stuff at, you know, two in the morning. Yeah. Right. And they, they know most people aren't going to watch it at two in the morning. Some people do. And, you know, all power to you. But that's not the goal. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But hey, look. People are furious right now, guys. I don't know if you've heard about this. People are angry. They are heated. They are hurt. MGM has replaced the real lion with a CGI lion in their logo. They're also heard about Pepe Le Pew and everything <laughs> else and Dr. Seuss. So let, let the snowflakes, uh, you know, have a safe space with their real lion and their Pepe Le Pew while the rest of us live without it and continue our lives just fine. Yeah, we'll be okay. <laughs> I think we're going to make it. Do you think I'll get a All one right. star review for that comment? I hope so. I, I hope so too. I hope we do. No, it'll be do. like the girl was just sitting there. <laughs> That's right. Nothing. Yeah. Why wouldn't she stand up for everybody? <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we swap over to uh, WandaVision? I'm good. Yeah. All right. Fine. All right. Let's do this. We're going to go ahead. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will be talking Wanda Vision. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and community safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, guys, we are back. We're here to talk WandaVision, the series finale. So this is your spoiler warning for all things WandaVision. This is the entire thing for WandaVision. Everything MCU up until this point is pretty much fair game for this conversation. All right. So that's your spoiler warning for the MCU. Let's go ahead and dive into it. Any particular place you would like to start? The title. Because Rachel brought up a post in our screen heroes forum asking if we thought that this or the other shows that Marvel was going to be uh, doing would have a, have a uh, second season. And it seems as if the answer is no, mm-hmm. which a lot of people probably guessed, um, you know, a lot of us loved the show and wanted a second season, but this doesn't seem like the type of show that would have that. But the title of the show of this last episode is called the series finale. So, you know, there you go. Yeah. yeah that now, pretty much answers that question. 
It does. Now, it doesn't mean that Wanda won't have another show. Sure. Or Vision right? won't or, have another show okay. or whoever, you know. Yeah. Right. But this incarnation of it, the tone, the the overall arc is is done. And it's an interesting way to, to tell television because we've talked about this before, how like anthology stuff would be really great to see in this era of streaming. And we still don't get it very often. You know, The Watchmen was one season. Right. But other than that and this, I mean, one season is ne- is pretty much never on purpose right right and so i kind of like this because now they have all this flexibility to do whatever they want to do moving forward and it's not about just continuing to tell the same story because they want to get renewed except that marvel doesn't have to do that because everything they make is continuing to tell the same story in some way true so you know yeah it is i was gonna say the nice thing about it is that it can wrap up everything with a little bow and you don't have to have a cliffhanger trying to get a second season but in this case there's always going to be a cliffhanger after everything they make because it everything has to lead into the next one which is a little aggravating but also i kind of love it so it's a weird weird mix you know yeah like and- an addiction yeah <laughs> well is. i don't when we get towards the end of the conversation, I don't think they necessarily did a great job at that in this. Um, you know, I think that uh, they, they, the, the tail end is a little funky. I think a lot of the show is really phenomenal, but I'm not sure they really knew how to finish it. I think that there was a lot of loose threads and, and I was a little disappointed because um, a lot of the interviews with the actors uh, you know, they talk about how everything pays off in the end and, you know, you get all the answers you're looking for and everything else. And really, we didn't. And, it, you know, if you read some of the interviews with the director, um, he said that a lot of things were cut that would have wrapped up with a nice little bow. A lot of the things that are now just kind of loose ends in the universe. Um, so that was a little disappointing. Overall, I enjoyed it and I enjoyed the whole season. I thought the finale was a little weak, but um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rachel? Well, like we've kind of joked about, I think it's really tough for them to wrap up everything. This episode was already a huge, huge undertaking, and uh, it it was the longest one so far. So I, I think they presented so many different plot threads, so many different avenues that they could have taken, and um they could only wrap up so much i think they they did what they had to do and they put a clear end to wanda and uh vision story and i think those were the most important things to end Sure. But in my mind, if they can't wrap those kind of things up, then they shouldn't have put the threads in there to begin with. I mean, you know, then it's just a waste of everybody's, you know, those particular threads and our discussions on them. We had a lot of discussions about a lot of things. I'm not talking about the theories, but specific characters that didn't really get a good wrap up. Um, That's where my problem is. I thought Monica didn't get a good wrap up. Senor Scratchy was like a tease the whole season that he was something more and then that was nothing uh pietro we didn't get a really great wrap up um you know it darcy was, and jimmy darcy and jimmy darcy shows up for like two seconds and she's a very important part of the episode right but we didn't really get much there i mean there was a lot of like loose dangling threads that that well, well okay I, so let me ask what were you hoping for with darcy jimmy and monica some sort of resolution to their characters i mean you know something that 
I don't know. Like you want a happy ending, right? We didn't get a happy ending no. for Wanda. We didn't get a happy ending for, I guess, spoiler alert. We never really said that, did we? Yes, but, we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. you did? Okay. Yeah. Well, we didn't really get a happy ending for a lot of these characters, but some sort of ending. Well, because we like, I don't, I don't have as much of a problem with Monica because you know she gets to 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 kind of go off into space. We kind of know yeah, it where get she's the going. Post credit scene, so that right. helped a little bit. But with Jimmy and Darcy, we literally don't know what they're doing. Jimmy's just back with the FBI like he was before the show started, I guess. So his character doesn't really go anywhere except maybe he's slightly more confident in himself. And then Darcy just left. She's she just decided, nope, I'm not here and and literally left off screen. Yeah. Um, and so uh, like I, I, I don't think I really mind so much because since the episode is aired, uh Kat Dennings has flown to New Zealand to shoot Love and Thunder. Um, so they they put her in that. And that's and, great. Uh, Jimmy is coming back in Ant-Man uh, Quantumania. So like, I feel like they will get resolutions. It wasn't as important for them to, you know, do anything. And, you know, it was basically Jimmy and Darcy's entire job to nail hayward yeah but i i would even go so far as to argue that like vision's story doesn't get yeah. wrapped up it, it, it's it's a huge loose end too because we lose like what like the the imaginary vision right the heart of wanda vision that one gets wrapped up and it's an incredibly emotional touching scene that i thought both of them just just killed but the other vision the quote real vision um he just also kind of just leaves disappears and you don't know what um, anything about it now i don't mind the philosophical debate i know a lot of people were trashing on that because it seemed anticlimactic i love that actually i thought it was a really great way for those two characters to interact because they're androids and i thought that that was perfectly in character um so the whole ship of thesis thing it was it was super cool i love philosophy and, and metaphysics and all of that was just awesome but for him to literally just be like, huh, yeah, I'm Vision, see ya, and then just leaves. We have no idea. Now, did he destroy himself because that was his directive? Is he going to be a good guy or a bad guy? Does he go after S.W.O.R.D. because of what they did to him? Like, he's just gone. And for Wanda, she thinks it's wrapped up, right? Because she doesn't really know what happened to the other one, I guess, unless vision told her off screen somewhere so this other vision could just show up at some point is she not like and i can't imagine she won't have some feelings about that probably not a good one since he tried to kill her (laughs) well but at the same time this now he has all of her vision's memories what she doesn't know that No, no she doesn't but he can interact with her in ways he couldn't before right and and talk about things that they did together even in the hex he now knows all of that and so it's just it's a very it's a very weird situation where a, a lot of stuff happens in the finale, but I other I don't know that anything's actually tied up other than Hayward getting arrested. Yeah, and we should talk about Hayward because he went from like antagonist to like straight up murdering children villain. Like uh, let's pop out of this car and take pot shots with my gun at of at <laughs> the kids, right? And Which, children, yeah. yeah. And you get to see Monica's cool powers are really so cool. cool. 
Yeah. But also, like, you didn't really get to see much from her in the whole episode, and that so that was disappointing. I I didn't expect to see like a fully realized Spectrum or or Photon or whatever her name is going to be. But um, well, I think if they wanted to show her abilities, which was great, I think they could have done it like having one of the soldiers like think something was happening and like reflexively shoot, not knowing it was at kids, right? And like kind of done it like something like that. But yeah, with Hayward, Hayward has quickly become like legitimately my least favorite character in the entire mcu i can't stand him i don't like yeah. he he's not like a bad guy that like you know you love to hate i really like he's walt he's peck he's walter peck in the mcu but trying to murder children and i just can't i, I have no interest in that character at all it was just a weird transition you know what i mean like before he was just like an antagonist and then just goes straight to murdering children and, or trying to murder children i that was a weird thing too. I don't think it was like straight to it. I think <laughs> he had a goal ever since Vision died and it was to bring Vision back and use him as a weapon. And he wasn't going to let anybody stand in his way, let alone Wanda and her, you know, pretend children. <laughs> so I, I, I think it was just a little maybe more subtle or something but the too the subtle for me was, apparently the growth was there okay like, did you want him to announce it like in episode five he's like by the way in nine i'm gonna murder kids <laughs> no. yeah that's what i wanted exactly but i like, thought so i think my, my problem with with it it's not so much that like it's not telegraphed it's more like at the beginning we're supposed to believe that like he helped make sword what it is he grew up in sword just like monica did and he's just you know he's embedded in that organization and he's leading this whole big group and he's really you know cautious of of super powered beings and then by the end of it like it just it's that disconnect it's the same disconnect as like sending the drone to wanda like he knows how dangerous they are but he's also a total idiot about how to confront them right so but the whole point of that was to get her energy to power vision so that ended up at least there was some sort of payoff there i mean there was payoff i really don't believe that that was on purpose i believe that was a happy coincidence no nah, he he armed sure. it to shoot her down yeah and i think that that's a dumb thing like if he really realizes how powerful she is which he seemingly does because at no point do we think he's like really stupid until he does that right and now he's seen these kids one you know they that they have incredible powers too and he's just gonna use a handgun on them when he, all these troops are standing around like it's just it's not it doesn't make sense to me but i don't like that character so at this point i'm just i'm glad he was arrested so i hopefully don't have to see him again and hopefully monica just takes over sword that would be ideal mm -hmm. you know I don't know exactly how it'll go, but I'd be much more happy with that. So what did you guys think, though, of the two visions and how that kind of resolved? I said my piece, but neither of you really. Well, we talked about it. a lot of things in a small section and you went yeah. from several subjects. So John, chiming in to answer on that is seemed like not a good idea. But <laughs> um, I so we get a lot in the MCU and kind of in superhero movies in general of like the character fighting the character with the exact same powers. The MCU uh, is notorious for that. The MCU is really bad about it, but we get it, we get it in all kinds of superhero movies, but definitely because there's been so many MCU movies, it stands out. But 
this, you know, Vision's powers are so unique. It was interesting for a short time, um, you know, them like phasing into each other and like, there's not really a way to beat each other that way. And I think that the writers kind of knew that. They knew, how's one going to beat up the other one when they have the exact same phasing powers and can just dodge or whatever. Um, so having it go to a, a philosophy debate uh, I actually really enjoyed that. I thought that was great, and it was very fitting for Vision's character. Um, I request elaboration or whatever he says. That so, was such a great line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything about that scene for me worked, and I am so disappointed that people found that bad because I thought it was perfect for the way a fight between two Visions would end. Um, yeah. Yeah. I am in the exact same spot. I thought it was absolutely uh, amazing. I thought just cinematically having the juxtaposition between, you know, the two witches and their crazy laser beams versus the two robots and their crazy laser beams. Like it was good that one stopped and they kind of, you know, talked it out, hugged it out. It was, that was a lot more interesting to watch than the same fight twice. Um, and I always love that argument, the, the ship of Theseus, I, I heard it originally as like the, the ax, you know, if the head falls off and you get a new head and then the handle falls off, yeah, is it the same ax? And, uh, so I, I've loved that, uh, that philosophy question for years. I'm, I'm glad that it got put in here because it was so well done it just felt very natural and you could tell that Paul Bettany was acting his ass off and that you know when they were filming I know he said that it was really confusing to do everything but he did a great job so it is a little disappointing that some people are just basic bitches who want to see stuff blow up and that's it like well then they should watch falcon and winter soldier exactly be a lot closer than this show this show they said from the beginning was going to be something different something you haven't mm-hmm. seen before um in this last episode was closer to you know classic mcu stuff oh than, yeah than the first few episodes were but but uh you know yeah wait for falcon and winter soldier it's going to be like putting dudes punching each other and throwing shields it'll be perfect for you right if you like you know mission impossible or the born series you're gonna love falcon and winter soldier yeah exactly if you like the normal mcu type stuff mm-hmm. you know back around cal uh winter soldier times when that movie came out you're yep. probably gonna love this so yeah exactly stick to that don't don't shit all over everybody else's stuff that they like <laughs> Uh, the, the, the worst part about that fight for me was first of all that his arc reactor didn't stay yellow when he yeah. when he put the thing i thought that would have been really cool um but then also that he just like we already talked about they just kind of flew away and did his own thing and you know at least like a throwaway line to hint that he's like gone to the antarctic to you know you know or something <laughs> like fortress that of we're tra- <laughs> yeah we're, we're tracking his vibranium signature we lost it around antarctica or something yeah. you know something would have been better than nothing like he could have just flown up into the into space and blown himself up and we would have no idea right. um, it seems more likely that he's just going to be the new vision in the mcu um so. and that's where like i think the the changing of the color on the emblem like if it had stayed the yellow i think that would have told everybody like yes this is really vision but now. his eyes changed remember so his eyes was, cha- yeah that was the different that instead of that staying yellow they changed his eyes and that was like the signification that it was going to be taking that role 
Yeah. And, you know, for me, like I've, I've mentioned this before, like Vision has become one of my favorite characters in the MCU. I think Paul has just done an incredible job with him and I really like him. So I want to know if we're ever going to see him again. I don't necessarily like I don't know that like I'll be sad if that's the end of him, but I want to know why it's the end. You know, where where did he go? And that's that was just weird for me. But the change in the eyes was was super cool. And I really I hope that he returns. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So I guess we could talk about our Quicksilver, not Quicksilver, Ralph Boner thing. Um, so I don't know why people are so upset with this, because truth be told, like it was never going to be a thing. They were never going to integrate the two worlds with that character. Yeah, I think even in our early episodes when he was introduced and whatnot, that we we all pretty much agreed that it was a long shot that it was Quicksilver from the Fox X Men movies. Mm-hmm. But people are mad at Marvel for using that actor. It's like, come on, it, 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 it kept everybody speculating for like five weeks, and that was like and the top trending tag it's every so Friday. Weird, because like, weeks ago the a showrunner said we cast him for fun, like this was. Fun fun casting for us it it was never meant to like be more than what it was yeah it was a friendly nod to the multiverse and Mm -hmm. you know the fox x-men movies but yeah hoping for more than that was just a fanboy hope and in my mind i didn't really love those other movies anyway most of them right it's it would have would it have made my world better if they were canon in the mcu no no (laughs) except quicksilver like he was the highlight but yeah i mean no, it does help them avoid it it helps them avoid a lot of baggage right which is what what disney did when it took over star wars right it changed what canon meant for star wars and marvel has to be careful in the same way the x-men timeline is legitimately the most convoluted confusing contradictory timeline that we have in superhero genre for film and, and television it mm-hmm. just is it's a mess and i don't blame them for wanting to stay clear of that at all I really, I really don't. Yeah. Um, the only question I had at the end was uh, that necklace that he had. Mm-hmm. Did that give him super speed also? Like, can Agatha yeah. give powers to people? Like, that's a question that I had as well. Because if she can do that, why wouldn't she give herself that power? Because that would have been hugely, yeah, she would have easily beaten Wanda because Wanda <laughs> could not respond faster than the speed of light right. I mean, as, as much as we can tell right so yeah I don't know it's a weird question or can she like only unlock latent powers in people and like he actually does have the quicksilver powers but it hasn't been unlocked or who you know that's kind of cool I like that theory yeah. a bit better because than... she could unlock people's minds from Wanda so I mean that something like that would make more sense I think but who knows? I mean, right. It's just, it's a, one of those threads that wasn't that important, really, in the end. As as much as like Dar, I would have preferred Darcy and Jimmy Woo get their wrap up or whatever more than this, obviously. But it was kind of a weird loose end. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it felt more like just kind of a way to kill time for Monica rather than it being anything narrative, you know? Because like they're like, well, we're giving her all these powers, we have to find a way to sideline her, or she's yeah. going to want to get involved, and they this is what they came up with (laughs) well and that's something i'm glad that they eventually let her go because you like if she had been sidelined the entire episode i think that would have really pissed me off as a fan 
Mm-hmm. But I I love that she got to kind of team up with the kids and they had a couple quips and her uh, little I guess mid credit scene with the scroll was a lot of fun. It was cute. It was succinct. It was to the point, and it was a huge callback to both uh, the it like it, it's connected to so many things. It's a callback to Captain Marvel. It's a connection to Captain Marvel too, as well as the Nick Fury. Uh, a secret invasion show that we're going to get. So mm-hmm. a lot of cool things that just, you know, three or four minutes had to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it was probably more of a tie into secret invasion than it will mm-hmm. be to Captain Marvel too, but obviously the character is going to be in both. So who knows at this point, it's right. all just speculation, but yeah, I mean, it's cool that it does have a connection to everything for sure. And, you know, they aren't really obvious about who wants to see her up in space. It's just this mysterious he character, but you know, all of us savvy Marvel fans know that it's Nick Fury. <laughs> I'd love it to be Fury and Talos. Like that yeah, it would could be Talos great. also. Please be Talos. Oh, it, it could be, uh, you know, like we've seen the Kree be the good guys on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And we've seen the Kree be the bad guys in Captain Marvel. So it could be some of the Kree factions. Uh, we don't know, but it'll be a lot it's of fun. likely Nick Fury. I think that's the most right. obvious obvious uh answer but it could also be talos i'd say it's definitely one of the two of them but yeah it would be weird if they went they could go off on a crazy tangent and do one of the other characters well the thing that i love about the mcu currently is uh they're really branching off from the comics where you know these this race of aliens is always evil and this race of aliens is always good whereas you know that's not how things are ever Mm-hmm. So I I like that the scrolls have been portrayed as a good guy so far, and it's the Kree that have been mostly bad. But that's not it. It's not going to stay that way. And well, there's good apples and bad too. apples in every group. Exactly. Of creatures, right? I mean, and comics don't always work that way. So this sure. is fantastic. I mm-hmm. I like what the MCU is doing with the cosmos at this point so we have to get to wanda and agatha and their their big confrontation their big battle mm-hmm. um catherine hunt has one of the best witch laughs in cinema <laughs> oh god that. it was so much fun yeah i mean she was meant for this role she just really took great command of it and, and they didn't kill her off they didn't kill her off like i'm Thank so you, thankful Marvel. my god that they're that they've learned from that like you know because they've killed off so many of their villains and so many of them have been really good mm-hmm. that to have her around still is really fantastic and you know it doesn't mean that wanda has to be the one to wake her up either there are other sorcerer type people that could do that if you know they were drawn to her in some way because they can sense her real innate abilities or something oh i hope that since we are like looking at scarlet witch to connect with uh multiverse of madness i hope it's mordo Ooh, that's a good idea you know, he's on that mission to get rid of all the sorcerers and stuff. I really hope it's Mordo. 
Um, like that would that. be a lot of fun. But Catherine Hahn is super happy with the way that her story wrapped up. She thinks it's a really cool kind of prison to be put in. And um, it, like she thinks the punishment fits her crime, basically. And she's happy that the opportunity is still around for her to come back. So usually, you know, if the actor is happy with it, I can totally make peace with it myself. I think one thing that is unique about this show is that like Wanda is a sympathetic character, you know, uh, she's, Mm -hmm. she's the hero of the story, but she is absolutely not a hero. She is a fucking villain and one of the worst in the MCU at this point. Uh, I mean, she literally mind controlled a whole group of people that would rather die than continue living in this world. I mean, she fucked up a lot of people. And, you know, the way this show frames it is that she's she this is sympathetic and like she didn't know she was doing it and whatever else. But regardless, she did it and it was messed up and she Mm -hmm. can, you know, it, it was really screwed up. So she every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. She's absolutely a villain at this point. You know, going forward, she's clearly going to be an antagonist uh, for sure in Doctor Strange 2. Probably the catalyst um that sets off the real villain similar to a batman v superman scenario um something like dr strange too yeah i I mean i think that's that sums it up pretty well it really does and a lot of people are forgetting though that she's a villain they're overlooking this like whole town that was like please just kill us you know it's just to be like oh her costume's cool or whatever it's cool but she's like a straight up villain so hey, you villains know. can dress well nothing wrong Absol- with that uh, clearly yeah. i mean even agatha was dressed well so we can't really Loki's say he's been dressed well since the beginning <laughs> right exactly i mean that suit he had when he went to germany like come on oh, he looked, yeah he looked pimp awesome. suit right there man he looked great um <laughs> i i have i completely agree you know her conversation with uh, Monica as she left as well as uh, her remarks or you know walk of shame through the uh, through the town was completely deserved and I had no idea what they were going to do if she was going to completely um, I guess like turn herself in or if she was going to run off or whatever. So I, I kind of like that. She, uh, she just went off by herself. Yeah. I mean, she should, in fact, not only should we, should be going off by herself, but like the Avengers should be trying to track her down 
and take Somebody her in should, yeah. because she's straight up a villain and did a lot of damage. It's definitely still odd that Doctor Strange, like... It's a glaring hole, yes. I'm, I assume we're going to get an answer for that in his movie, you know? They're going to do some type of flashback where he's like, oh man, that's going on, but I'm stuck over here doing this thing, in right? This but, universe, yeah. It's very <laughs> unlikely that he was going to show up from the beginning, but... Because, but in terms of the universe. Yeah, like, because there was a precedent of him stopping Thor immediately as he and Loki like landed. Now, I guess it, what Loki did is still considered worse, you know, taking over Asgard and bringing the Chitari to New York and it's still considered worse, but he should be like just as interested at this. You would think so. And, you know, like we pointed this out a couple episodes ago, like it's very close to where Dr. Strange's, Dr. Strange's like home base is, you know, and so it's it's definitely odd. Um, I get that, like from a production standpoint, he wasn't going to show up, but narratively it's it's weird. Mm hmm. Um, I am glad, though, that Wanda was actually confronted by the town when uh, Agatha was able to release everybody. I think it was important that she really be forced to see what she's done because you know not it doesn't absolve her that she's blocked it out or did it subconsciously or whatever she still did these things and she refused to believe that it was true you know until it was thrown into her face and i think that that was important i'm definitely concerned about her ability to become good because we see her in the tail end in the post credit scene continuing to study fairly dark magic um you know out in the wilderness it's a book about her like of course she's gonna read it but like if you there was a book out there about you i would not want to read a book (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not it'd be the most boring book in the world i'm not saying she doesn't have a right to know what's in there or that she doesn't you know she shouldn't be interested my point is though is that she leaves and goes off with no no consequences for her actions right all she loses is what didn't already exist for her right she doesn't actually get consequences of the things that she did to that town to those people she just gets to go off to a lake somewhere and and read about the book and if she was really concerned with what she did, if she really felt like she wronged these people and needed to better understand her magic, then she should have gone to Dr. Strange. She knows him at this point or knows of him at this point. He's just from work. I don't you know? think they got to me. I mean, maybe they didn't, but it, no, you know. in infinity War, they never met in, <sighs> I mean, it didn't show them meeting, but I mean, granted, every hero was in that last fight, so they were both together there for sure. I'm sure she's aware of his presence. You're right. They had a ton of chances to get to know each other. Yeah. I don't know. Look, my, my point is just that she doesn't do anything at the end that makes me think she feels any remorse for her actions. I think she still, you know, she wants her kids back and she wants vision back. Right. And it hurts that they were taken away from her, but she doesn't actually feel bad for the torture that she essentially caused on these people. Oh, I completely disagree. Really? Yeah, I do. I totally think that she, she was unaware 
of the pain she was causing these people and i think it does weigh on her but because she has so much already weighing on her she is learning to compartmentalize and that's not going to be a good thing you know she's going to shut herself off and she could be even more of a villain it really could go multiple ways here but i i truly believe that she does know what she did i just don't know exactly what i'm not saying she's not aware of it i don't i just don't know that she feels too bad about it because nothing she hasn't done anything that makes me think that she feels bad no in fact she locked another person into that for however long you know as a punishment which i'm not saying that that was you know she was a bad person obviously but turn her over to sword or something like that and you know let them deal with it they I, shield had that bit she that has bait. no reason to trust sword at this point uh, I, fair no, enough but i mean I, just yeah. punishing her for the rest of her life she's not judge jury and executioner you know i don't know i did like the way that ended don't get me wrong but right. yes it was but but like finding out that you're causing all these people all this pain for however long and ruining their lives so much that they want to die and then you lock this person into that same thing immediately after like doesn't show a lot of remorse for that yeah i'm with you um chat wants us to talk a bit about the costumes if anybody has anything that they would like to throw out there about anybody's costume oh is it ian it's a person in chat uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm really happy that she finally got the good Scarlet Witch look and they uh clearly have well she has the exact same um designer as all the people in Asgard and uh all the people nope. Sandar <laughs> and you know nothing's changed. Ironhead Studios did all the costumes for this White Vision, Scarlet Witch, um, and you, you know, we've seen their work in a lot of Marvel productions, Batman v yeah. Superman, which is one of the best bat bat suits we've ever seen. I mean, they're responsible for some of the greatest superhero costumes ever. So they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Her costume was one of the, is one of the best in the MCU. The only thing that bothers me about it is all the people online, which isn't really re related to the costume design, but all the people online, they're like, oh, they took inspiration from Magneto. It's like, okay, they both wear red and like, you know come on there's no inspiration from from uh the magnet the fox magneto other than the fact that they're wearing red i mean bitches need to chill yeah just chill out it's a red costume the tiara was really cool i wasn't sure how it they was. were gonna pull that off and make it look nice but mm -hmm. uh and there is already a 3d print pattern out there if you want to there's like 30 of them yeah yeah go on etsy and search and you'll find a whole bunch of them and none <laughs> of them are mine so i you know do you know go go support all these other makers but uh yeah but I, I like the way they did the gloves i like the way they did the kind of squirt corset that went down into like the leggings skirt type deal i, they, I love that she's wearing pants yeah exactly like they did a really good job with the costume tights <laughs> and agatha's costume was cool as well so agatha had a very unique look that uh, you don't really see in the mcu more of a traditional witch look mm -hmm. scarlet witch's costume was you know pretty stereotypical for mcu doesn't mean it's bad it means it's pretty common and uh i enjoyed it but mm -hmm. uh, agatha's was something that we hadn't 
seen at all yet. Definitely not typical MCU. What'd you guys think of White Vision? It was so cool. It was a nice way to call back to the comics as well as uh, differentiate him from the uh, created Vision. Not a lot of heroes in the MCU wearing white. So that's a good way of, uh, you know, making him stand out among the group. I think it'll make it very difficult to film any anything he's in because white is a weird color with, with uh, lighting and things like that. But uh, overall, I think it looks great. Yeah. 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 It is interesting kind of seeing like the level of detail that, the, that you can see when the character is that color, because you know, the, the lines are totally different and um, just the, diff, the, the way the shading works out is, is very interesting. Um, I thought he looked really good. I, I don't really know the comic book version of the character. So I thought it was an interesting choice, not really knowing that there is, there was a white vision before that post credit scene a couple of weeks ago. I still think that um, it was an, it was a nice change. The other vision, the, the old vision, whatever we want to call him. Yeah. His color seemed to change a little bit depending on uh, what you saw him in, you know, his look in age of Ultron doesn't quite match what he looked like in WandaVision and you know, that kind of, but thing. he's been shown to like adjust his costume. So he you does know, like he added yeah. the Cape at that one point and you know, Mm-hmm. so it's not that's not as big a deal to me he can clearly adjust the way he looks so so will he stay as the white vision or do you think now that he knows who he is he'll change back i hope he stays as the white vision it's a it's a symbol of what he's gone through you know what i mean and maybe he doesn't have that ability now maybe that was know. something that the only the original vision had you know it's hard to say I mean, theoretically the 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 stone, not the not stone, the power source. The arc continue. reactor. Yeah, we continue to stay its normal color, even if he changed his exterior colors. Right. Well, Ray, any thoughts on that? Any thoughts, Ray? No. I didn't want to interrupt if you had something to say. I'm sorry. No, go for it. Uh, I want to talk about the elephant in the room. I don't remember any elephants. There was an elephant, a really big elephant named Mephisto. No, there's not. Oh, there is. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why right now. I think that I was being a little overambitious with Mephisto because, <laughs> and I, we talked about this last episode. I think we all were. Episode eight, like we, we had all kind of talked about how if they brought Mephisto in in episode nine, that that would be kind of overshadowing Agatha's character. And none of us really liked that idea. Um, and I'm glad they, they didn't go that route. Um, so yeah, but I do still think Mephisto played a role in this and I yeah. think it'll be a play. It'll come out in Dr. Strange too, but it's never really explained where the kids come from because she didn't, uh, uh Wanda did not create them as much as we can tell. Um, and she couldn't control well, them. And Agatha didn't put them there um, how do we know that wanda didn't create them any more than she created vision because she created vision like it showed her creating vision and she knew that she created vision whereas the kids just kind of showed up maybe well, she no, created she them was, subconsciously but she was pregnant she had to give birth it wasn't like they were just in the living room one day i know but like she did she she just developed the pregnancy and it was a big surprise to her you know what i mean vision she created it you know but right. it, it, and I'm not saying you're wrong. You absolutely could be right because they did disappear when she like when, you know, or they started to disappear when vision started to disappear. But 
uh, I think that that was partial. That, like they, you know, Quicksilver calling them Devil Spawn and the references to the devil throughout the show. I feel like that Mephisto, like in the comic books, had a part in that. And uh, you know, you see in the Loki trailer, there's the big scene with like the church stained glass with the devil in the middle. Um, I think Mephisto is going to play a role. It played a role in this. I think he's going to play a role in the Loki show, at least like in the background. And then that's all going to be revealed in Doctor Strange 2. He's going to be like the Lex Luthor that's manipulating Doctor Strange and, and Wanda to fight each other mm-hmm. in Doctor Strange 2. Um, yeah, Mephisto's coming. Yeah, it's either Mephisto or Nightmare, but I, I tend to put my money on Mephisto in this case, so... Well, see, I, I was kind of taking it as that that line Agatha has towards the end, you know, where, you know, you have no idea what you've, yes. what, what, what's, the, what's the exact quote, unleashed or started or Something whatever. Something like that, yeah. yeah. You know, I assumed that's what she was referring to was Mephisto. So, like, he wasn't sure, involved, but now it. he is. Um, it's kind of how well, and she re- she references the devil several several times in the show as well. So, and those could have been red herrings. I don't think they were. I think we're meant to think they were red herrings now. No, the only thing I think is a red herring was actually Dottie. Yeah, because casting someone like Emma Caulfield, who is a notorious actor for playing witches and demons, and it, like she is just constantly cast as a supernatural character casting her was a red herring and they they said that i mean the whole show has kind of uh, you know has been kind of a big troll so if you know, dr strange 2 starts with wanda waking up from a nap and the whole thing was a dream i'm not going to be surprised i would be pissed i didn't say i'd be happy i said i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> so that after credit scene with wanda yeah we should talk about that a little bit Sure. Because like, um, it can mean a couple different things. I know there are a lot of theories out there that Wanda created a split personality for herself. And that's why sometimes she knew what she was doing and other times she did not. Uh, they, yeah, I, I don't personally don't think that is. I think it's a throwback to Dr. Strange when, if you remember, he was sleeping. He had like the a- astral projection that was learning. While and that's he was the vibe that I got too. Yeah, I think that's the way it was intended, especially considering they played the Doctor Strange theme for that after credit scene. But um, the the difference is that in Doctor Strange, he was asleep when that was happening. She's wide awake doing coffee, you know, getting coffee or tea or whatever that was she was drinking and doing other things while this is going on. And Doctor Strange is never shown to be able to do that. So that kind of shows in line with her being more powerful than Doctor Strange. And Agatha just flat out saying, you know, the Scarlet Witch is more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. Right. But we all know that it's not always the most powerful person that wins. Doctor Strange is very clever with his use of magic, and he's got more control over his abilities, at least the last time we saw him, um, than Wanda well, it's, does. Well, it's just... the, what's the better witch wizard Harry Potter Hermione thing? Hermione has to study and that's how she gets better and Harry just has to try and yeah. that's how he gets better. So, you know, I think it's going to be the exact same thing, only, you know, gender reversed. Well, just, just look at Agatha and Wanda fighting in the last couple of episodes. You know, Agatha is nowhere near as powerful as Wanda is, but she could keep up and win in many cases if she had just kept her mouth shut about a couple of things and didn't you know monologue quite as much as villains tend to do she might have actually won yeah yeah if she had kept her mouth shut about the protection runes or whatever um 
Yeah, it's yeah. That was a fun callback. It was. Oh yeah. my god, when that happened. Yeah, it was. Also, I if you love look, that scene. So in her costume, we were talking about her costume earlier, uh, and Ian in our chat might might already know this or might not, but you can see all the runes from the protection rune that she uh, casts in her uh, costume. The headdress has one of the runes in it. The belt buckle has another one of the runes in it. Those are the only two that I was able to spot, but I'm guessing somewhere on the costume are the other two runes. Yeah, so that I would bet no like can... the cape or the corset. Probably. I think it's more just a callback than it is an actual like protection spell on her. But... I mean, think about it though. If that worked, that means no one could reach into her mind. Right. Which mm -hmm. is a pretty cool idea. And that's yeah. a really unique way to use that type of magic. I, I like that as a possibility. Imagine the costume designer doing that and then later on it that being part of the story yeah, exactly like that's a really cool thing yeah, yeah. that's really neat yeah, and yeah i that... only recognize that because i've seen so many pictures of the people have 3d modeled the props and stuff uh... you know that i i know recognize the runes that runes that went back and looked uh yeah so yeah. i'd be curious where the other two runes because it was four runes right yeah maybe I'm like on the boots or something where the other two runes are yeah if they're just like maybe a piece on each of her gloves or something yeah like gauntlets, i'm just waiting so. for hot topic to come out with like a rune necklace for me that's what i want <laughs> keep your neck safe yeah okay all right well i hope that happens for you thank you yeah. i appreciate it so what else guys is there anything else about wandavision the finale or anything that you think is worth bringing up at this time I think this is the most emotional I've been through a a story. Watching her uh, choose to undo everything and uh, watching her walk away from it, the goodbyes that they gave her, very powerful. So I think that uh, it, it was just an emotional end yeah it absolutely was and that does remind me of the fact that another episode you know we were talking about maybe wanda created them or maybe mephisto put them in there but the fact that she says thank you for choosing me as your mom that's a really weird way to say goodbye right like well, they didn't choose she, anything yeah i mean if it was a real kid like in a normal kid situation like your guy's daughter did not choose you as her parents okay so right? weird christian theory that uh every child who will be born is in heaven and chooses their parents uh, so you think wanda's a christian no okay I was say, this I, is, where is this going no, i just thought that you know breaking i'm thinking that the chaos magic witch that can bend the multiverse is probably oh not a believer in theism no I, all right he's worked I'm with done. a literal no, god no, no. I, I so like, i like ray's point because that, that line didn't come off really weird to me either i've i mean i've heard not like it's not like a normal saying i guess but i've definitely heard it before um, i just think there's more context I, I may, than, maybe than what was implied maybe maybe anyway um, but yes the emotional it was extremely emotional i'm glad she finally actually got to say goodbye to vision mm -hmm. um, because man. in all the deaths he's had he, there hasn't he she hasn't gotten to do that um but the you know i liked the whole you know we've said goodbye before so you know it, it stands to reason that we'll say hello again 
that was a, a nice line. Um, he had some really, really good quotes. poignant, yeah, poignant lines in this show. You know, I think he he really got some of the best lines in the in the MCU during his tenure as Vision. He really did, and um, he delivers them really well. That final scene with the two of them, you know, in the living room as the the hex is approaching and everything was just good. It was a really good scene. They both just totally nailed it, and. You know, I'll be very curious to see if either of them get nominated uh, for Emmys next year. I think that it's easy to pass up shows like this because, you know, it's it's comic book stuff, but that's been taken more seriously in recent years. I hope they all feel confident submitting themselves. Yeah, I I definitely think that at this point, Disney's just like submit for everything. They really are. They have been at least for the past few years. I mean, even DC submitted Wonder Woman 84 for like every category. That's not entirely fair, though. Like Grey's Anatomy submits all 500 of their actors every year unless the actor themselves pull out of it. Like that's just part of the the game that they play. Sure. Well, then I guess they, they don't have to be worried about submitting themselves then, huh? Right. Like that's, that's the thing. Like I don't mind them doing that because it just evens the playing field. If, if quote legitimate dramas, you know, do that type of thing, then, you know, I don't see a problem with the stuff. I like doing that as well, right. because sometimes it is good enough, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up then here's our plan. So next week we are actually, we did a poll in the Screen Heroes podcast forum on Facebook, asking you, our listeners, what we should talk about next week. We gave you four options for DC films, uh, half of which were animated. And we are going with Watchmen, the movie, not the HBO series. We're going with the the actual film. Um, I know that Ray and I are going to watch the director's cut. Ryan, feel free to watch whichever version you want. <laughs> what version is on HBO Max? Because that's what I'll I be watching. Don't know. I've got the Blu-ray. I'm not sure. I know there's probably no blue dong on any of the versions. No, so. they re- they fixed that very early on in its theatrical run, let alone yeah. its release later. Um, I think like you basically had to see it opening weekend. Yep. So um but yeah so we're talking about watchmen next week the week after that is a very special double week where we will be covering both Zack snyder's justice league so the snyder cut and the premiere of the falcon and the winter soldier we'll be doing two episodes two days in a row monday the 22nd and tuesday the 23rd live on facebook at the screen heroes podcast public page that's what we'll be doing so you can join us either or both nights and then we'll be releasing those episodes the following day after we record them so big week that week otherwise we uh are available everywhere we're everywhere that you can find us you can find us at screen heroes pod on twitter screen heroes pod on facebook we're at dericostudios.com where you can stream all 241 of our episodes from the last five plus years you can find me at the star trek dude on twitter if you'd like to talk to me ray where can people find you I'm at Siren Ray. And Ryan, where can people find you? At Buster Props. And thank you to everybody who joined us live during our stream on Facebook. Thank you to everyone who's joined our Facebook group. We love talking news, memes, polls, all that fun stuff. Spoiler threads, you know it. Join us next week as we talk Watchmen. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for joining us.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.